Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to our episode of Sheologians. We are here today to put the her in hot and bothered. What? What? That's what they say we are. So right, we're gonna and hers in there. Yeah, finally a real her. Check it out. The first her that I had didn't have that in it. Oh, but we'll save it for next time. Pregunta para two. <laughs> um, if someone says why y'all hot and bothered, is that? Like, would you take, what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, it could be taken in a weird way. Okay. But. I don't appreciate it. I think um, we don't mean it in that way. No. <laughs> hey, so my daughter Clementine is here. Clem, you want to say hi? You you have, don't say anything weird. Just say, hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Say my mom doesn't like feminism. My mom doesn't like feminism. <laughs> Ism. Okay, feminism. All right, go eat your chips. Bye. <laughs> anyway, my name is Summer, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Joy. And Joy, I just want you to know that pretty much the only thing you could do to make me not want to be your friend is if it turned out you were a serial killer. But oh. if you were... I probably wouldn't really end our friendship so much as I would just interview you a lot in jail and make a Netflix documentary about it. Oh. I said that weird. Documentary? Is this like, um, documentary. Documentary. Are you, uh, is this like your way of like asking me something? <laughs> no. You're like, so if you were a serial killer. <laughs> We would just get a Netflix deal. So just come out with it already. <laughs> just tell the truth. It was like, I, I think she has this really just tough thing going on. Yeah. Maybe no one's ever asked her maybe, if she's one. Yeah. Maybe if you just ask someone, then you'll know what they're up to. Right. You could just, you know, we haven't really tried that tactic much. As yeah. far as I know, in the history of crime fighting. Yeah. I don't think anyone's really just been like, so. <laughs> Listen. Just be honest. I just need you to tell me. It's been a long day. <laughs> I think I know what's wrong with Are you. Are you a serial killer? <laughs> and it's that you're a serial killer. It's a healthy question to ask. Yeah. Can we start asking that more? Yeah, we can. Just, the answer is usually going to be no. <laughs> I hope so. But it could just root out like a, it just root it gets all rid out. of like yes. all the problems. Yes. Let's just start asking. Just start being honest, you guys. Open and honest. If I confess to you that I was a serial killer, mm-hmm. you wouldn't cover for me, right? No. Okay. I wouldn't. Well, and so. And I'm kind of ashamed that I had to pause for a second. <laughs> Did you hear the pause? Yeah. Mm, I paused. Yeah. But... Um, well, you're right. I am Joy, and I'm changing my compliment right now. Oh, okay. Um, I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Summer, and... I truly appreciate that our friendship does not uh, affect in any way your sense of justice and that you would turn me in 
Uh-huh. If I was a serial killer. I would. I would definitely turn you in. It would be a terrible day. I would struggle a lot. That would be... It's really just... To simplify, I'm going to say it's just a really good thing I'm not one. Yeah. That would yeah. be just difficult. It would just be the worst. <laughs> it would be a lot of questions to answer. So many questions. And just so many, so many things, which I grant that uh, all of what I'm saying right now is possibly things that a serial killer would say. <laughs> right. Which is sort of you a bit of a hang up, but you guys will just have to trust just me. have to move on. <laughs> Everything is going to be fine. It's all fine. I'm not. You're not. A, you're not a serial killer. That sounds like something a serial killer right. would say. That's what I mean. Anyway, you guys get the <laughs> point. Y'all get the point. Okay, so we are answering questions today. Um, I get so many questions in my Twitter inbox, and then in my personal inbox, and then we get so many questions through the Sheologians page, and we are just going to quickly go through a couple of them. And then um, your guys' voicemails. Okay. <laughs> I'm so excited for the voicemails. Summer told me you need to listen to the voicemails. Yes. And then I almost did. Yes. And then I kind of decided I wanted to have just my natural reaction yes. to the voicemails. Okay. So I haven't listened to them in... Okay. It's, I mean, maybe it's been a few weeks since I've listened to a voicemail, but. Yes. These voice, I was, I was in a, I was in a restaurant. I was working. I had my headphones on. I needed a little bit of a mental break. Right. And I was like, let me catch up on the voicemails. And I almost started crying <laughs> in the middle of the restaurant. What? Yes. Because people call and they're just like, hey, um, this is how you changed my life. <laughs> I'm just oh, wow. like, what is happening? Like, I mean, we've had people respond to our episodes on abuse and be like, um, I stayed, I found biblical counseling because your episode changed my mind. And it's just like, people are sharing these like really tough things that they've gone through. And then they listen to a Sheologians episode and they're like, wow, this made me think differently. And like, then people call in and share that. Mm -hmm. Like they, they're like vulnerable and right. share that. And I just started getting really emotional because we just sit here in this room and talk to each other. Mm -hmm. You never know who's listening and right. we're just doing what we enjoy doing. And well, we're and just with some of the harder episodes. Like there, there are a few episodes we've done specifically because it was almost too hard. Like it seemed like too hard of a show to do. Yeah. Um, we didn't yeah. want to say the wrong thing. And we wanted to be like, it involved a vulnerability on our part right. as well. Right. And so when you're vulnerable sitting in a room with one other person, right. It's sometimes it's hard to gauge how that's going to come across. Right. But that's awesome. It sounds like our vulnerability has been met with vulnerability. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's the only reason why, I would do a show where I right. was vulnerable is yeah. to have a reaction. We've like totally, that. when we plan like, okay, what, what's our next show topic? We totally have had those episodes where it's like, I don't want to do that. It's going to be too hard. And then one of us is like, well, maybe that's why we should do <laughs> yeah. it yep. because it's going to be too hard. So yep. we should do it. Right. So it's just, it was just really encouraging. And you guys leave really great voicemails. And what is our voicemail number? <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to know. 
0475. I think that's their voice. <laughs> that over. sounds right. Okay, hold on. I always get one number wrong. And, you know, the, the thing about phone numbers is that if you get one number wrong, you're not going to get... <laughs> it doesn't work. ...where you're trying to go. Yeah. So You'll go to a different place. Yes. Okay, it is. I was right. 470-465-0475. I kind of never want to remember it. <laughs> I want to do this every time. Because <laughs> you know next time I'm going to be See, like, what's our voicemail number? You guys, Summer has done a really great job at least <laughs> attempting to remember it. When you're like, what's our voicemail? I was like, it's numbers. <laughs> There's Just some numbers. type in numbers and <laughs> Good luck. see who you get. <laughs> I do not recommend doing that. And ask, are you a serial killer? <laughs> See what happens. You oh. might find someone. Oh, it's a thought. Mercy. Okay. So, um, first question. First question. What is a new wave feminist? So, a new wave is often like there's new wave punk bands. Mm-hmm. There's new wave the new wave is its like own type of music and whatever. And so I think this person was asking because um, there is a section of feminists who call themselves new wave feminists Mm -hmm. um, because they're, they're specifically pro-life. Yes. Um, And I think that the pro-life feminists are trying to call themselves the new wave of feminists. Um, I think it's a little misleading because, if you say new wave, okay, we've had three waves of feminism. The new wave would be the fourth wave of feminism. And right. the fourth wave of feminism is an actual thing. Um, and the fourth wave of feminism is justice for women, opposition to sexual harassment and violence, right. intersectionality. That's the wave that we're in now. Um, and they don't own those things. You guys know we reject those categories. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so I, I hope that I hope that clears up a little bit. So sometimes if you hear I'm a new wave feminist, that person might be saying I am a pro-life feminist. Right. Um, they might just be saying I am with this current wave, this fourth wave of feminism. Right. Which means they're probably a part of the Me Too movement and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just going to have to ask more questions because. Yeah. Who even knows? Right. So that's that one. Uh, what was the next one I was going to ask? That's not a question. Um, oh, people keep asking, people keep asking us what is the song that's in our most recent commercial that's like the 90s sitcom (gasps) intro. And people like really want to know what that song is. And I'm like, well, you'd have to ask the person that cut the video and put it together because I don't know. Um, we'll have to find, we can find out what that is, but it's not like any song you've heard as you guys can attest to Um, (laughs) it is like no song you've ever heard before but we so basically when you uh make a video and you want to have music in it you have to pay for the rights to that music or you can find a royalty free piece of music that you like so we found that song just on a random website that has a collection of songs like that that are either um not expensive to get the rights to yes or are royalty free i forget which which i which category our song for that ad 
Right. I forget if we paid for it or if it was royalty free. <laughs> we we just pay for it. <laughs> like it's not um it's not a song you'll ever hear on the radio. Right. Unless we play the whole thing on our podcast sometime and you listen to it on your radio in your car. <laughs> Basically, Carmen was making the video and he came in and played the song and was like, How about this one? And we were like, Absolutely. That's it. And that's how it happened. Um so maybe we should release it. Or just release that song. Yeah. It's so bad. So people can he- actually hear the words and stuff. If you guys haven't seen our commercial, get on it. Go to our Facebook page Seriously. and watch it because because we worked really hard on it. Not really. OK. Uh, next question. A local church just posted an article as an ad. The mom writing the ad claimed God told her to buy a bikini. <laughs> Is this possible? And so I guess this is a mega church based. It has multiple campus, multiple campuses. Okay. And for some reason, God told this lady to buy a bikini. Is that a thing? That's not a thing. That's definitely not a thing. God well, has so, never told you that. Right. So I think that that, spe- that would have to be special revelation from God. Right. Because it would... It's um, specific and personal and specifically for you. Right. And so we we don't believe in special revelation. Yes. Um, and it would contradict other revelation that he gave when the Bible was written. Yes. Which say things like, be modest. I know that modesty is like a conversation that people have, but generally... And if you want to make th- turn this into my opinion, then okay, that's fine. Right. A string bikini is very close to underwear, mm-hmm. and I don't think the population at large is supposed to see you in your underwear. No, mm-mm, not modest. That would be considered immodest, and yeah. it certainly reveals portions of you that only certain people are supposed to see. So right. I'm going to go with no on special revelation and no because it contradicts what God has said previously about modesty. Yes. Uh, next question. Um, am I wrong for not being a dispensational premillennial? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh-uh. No, you're not wrong. We are not dispensational premillennials. I know Christians that are. I think it is the most wrong <laughs> sort of eschatology, <laughs> but I also would never pretend to be an expert on the topic. Right. So I am also not an end times scholar. No, I know what I believe and mm-hmm. that's good enough for me. Yes. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I do, I guess I don't want to like totally be dismissive. I obviously think that the handling of scripture is very important and that's an area where I think a lot of people have gotten, got their, uh, you know, what, what they've pulled from certain texts is wrong. And, and I think it's important that we not do that. Yes. But at the same time, it's not my topic of expertise, Mm-mm. but what I do you? know what I... I almost like don't want to say now. Oh, I mean, obviously I'm you... a post millennialist. Okay. But yeah. I like to live. Prove like me wrong. 
Next question. My friend is an egalitarian who believes homosexuality is not condemned in the Bible. She claims to be a Christian feminist. How do I help her? You know, the whole Christian feminist question. Like, this is, this is, this is why I can't stand that label. Like, if you have to add Christian in front of it, then I think you're already denoting the fact that it's inherently not Christian. Right. And if you're a Christian, then you already believe that women um, are equal in worth and value to men. So you don't actually, neither of those words need each other right. or should have each other. Right. Like, I just reject the Christian feminine. Like, it's, it's, if you mean feminist in the just definitional sense, then you don't need the word if you're a Christian. And if you're a Christian who wants to use the word feminist and you, ha- you but you want to add Christian in front of it, then you're admitting that it's already not a biblical system. So can you just drop it? Like, why do you even need it? Right. So. Um, and I mean, I would say in the general context of the whole question, I would say there's some uh, doctrinal issues there. And to say that the Bible doesn't speak against homosexuality is just not true. If you were looking for a way to help her, um, you would just have to engage in conversation. And uh, it may be a longstanding conversation yeah. that you have. And mm-hmm. that that's really the... Yeah. We all... We have people in our lives that we care about. Um, and we want... <laughs> Is Clementine singing in the bathroom? She always does. <laughs> That doesn't surprise me at all. (laughs) And so really, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you just have, you really have to work through. You need to be confronted with truth. You need to wrestle with it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we really can help people by doing that. Yeah. There's a lot of great resources out there too. Mm -hmm. Look into Rosaria Butterfield's work. Denny Burke has written on this stuff. Um, I don't, and we, you and I were talking about this earlier. So sometimes, When as Christians, we know that if we're standing on scripture, we have the truth and we just want other people to have the truth, too. Right. But what we need what we need to be really careful of is not just talking to someone to either win the argument or prove them wrong. I'm not saying this person is doing that at all. Right. I'm just saying here we have this tendency to be like, oh, no, I have the truth and I want you to have the truth. That's a good intention. Mm -hmm. But then we can start to be really unbalanced if it's like, just tell me the one, two, three, four step to win this argument, to end this argument. Um, And that's really not the best way to go about it. So if you have a relationship with this person already established, great. You've already got a foundation upon which you can start to have these very difficult conversations. If you don't have a great relationship with this person, then it's going to be harder and you should probably lay a foundation first of like, hey, I'm a Christian. I love you as a Christian. So I want to have this conversation with you as a Christian. Um, And here's why it matters. And so, yeah, I guess in those (laughs) in those conversations, it's best to just try to remember to keep that relationship first. Mm -hmm. Um, well, and to just be honest, the truth is not um, profitable in an argument because it's a good argument. Right. It's profitable. It's profitable because it's the truth. Right. Yes. And so sometimes I think that can benefit us because we we do, we end up thinking of the Bible as this really great tool. Right. To show people that they're 
right that they need it yes but it's really not like who is it that said someone said like it doesn't really need it doesn't need to be defended it's like a lion like you just let it go and it does its thing charles virgin so that's the point of it isn't what is the best argument i can make Mm -hmm. the point is is that Mm -hmm. you're supposed to speak the truth and sometimes people hear it faster than others Mm -hmm. but there's no real like equation or expedited version of giving someone the truth right um let me find another good one okay oh uh so someone just shared and i thought this was really interesting you know we were talking about we've been talking about the new age on and off for like Mm -hmm. the last year and um, you knew who Stephen Bancars was. I'd never heard of him. And mm-hmm. you got him on the show. And that was awesome. And he really helped me. Like, if somebody had said, like, um, Oprah, the Oprah type Jesus, I wouldn't have known what that meant. And now I way too much know what that means. It's <laughs> the literal worst. Because <laughs> um, Oprah doesn't know Jesus. Right. Um, and so, anyway, we had somebody who... Uh, wrote in and was just like you know thank you for talking about that because I see it in my church and it's just really interesting how much like response how many responses like that we got um and so if you guys haven't seen those episodes or listened to those episodes I think you should because we worked really hard to try to be um kind and clear and loving but um Recently, I had a friend tell me about how there was this session in their church. And I mean, it's been a solid church for the most part where they essentially started doing automatic writing, which was something that Stephen Bancars was talking about. Um, And this was a solid church, by the way. Um, If you looked at it's like creeds, confessions, statement of faith, whatever they call it now that's cool and less old. Um, It, you know. There's nothing wrong with it, but they're right. literally bringing in these pagan satanic practices and trying to Christianize them. And I'm just hearing more and more of that becoming a normal thing um, in churches that you really wouldn't expect it to be Yeah, happening um, in. Yeah, I do think there's a lot. Um, there's a lot of weird things that are creeping mm-hmm. into the church. And I think that. I have a strong stance on this. I talk about this all the time, not necessarily on like while we're recording. Yeah. (laughs) But I do think um, as someone who has been chronically philosophical and thinks, likes to think weird thoughts and uh, (laughs) kind of, you know, like consider weird hypotheticals and things. um, I understand the interest in, um, like self-awareness and Mm self-examination and I think we but I also think you can go too far Mm -hmm. with that um and I would say that anything new age is a really good example Mm -hmm. of that the intention is not horrible it's just to know self and maybe kind of figure out like what type of person you are and how things affect you and to know that about you Mm -hmm. but uh there is a moment where Mm -hmm it becomes mm-hmm. sinful. Yeah. Be careful. I'm referring a little bit to, I don't even know how to pronounce this word, but like the 
the Enneagrams, any E N N E A G R A M. Yes, Enneagram. Yeah, yeah. You got it. And um and so it has a new age foundation that I will let you guys research, but um I just saw that someone that I know had done one in church. What? And it was like a oh, part no. of Yes, I've actually heard about this. It was a part it was it was yep. a part of the church's toolbox essentially in a way to like it was a a tool used to help people get to know themselves better. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just have to be careful with mm-hmm. things like identity and mm-hmm. blurring the line. Yeah. Um, no kidding. So it can be just dangerous. Just be careful as you start to like, if you, if you start to travel outside of identity in God and Christ, then just be careful. <laughs> yeah especially if it has new age dice yeah no kidding all right last one someone wants us to comment on this and okay. it is a quote from rachel held evans oh okay from her new book <laughs> and it's the worst i'm not even okay i got this can I that can... be our new thing if you... i say oh i'll say okay like, okay <laughs> all right just don't let me down don't leave me hanging okay all right we got watch this. i never say oh again <laughs> And I'm just over here saying, oh, waiting for you to say K. And you're just like, what is she doing? (laughs) Okay. This is from Rachel Held Evans' new book. Spiritual maturation requires embracing those stories that move us toward wholeness while (laughs) rejecting. Sorry. Okay. While (laughs) rejecting. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm going to try this again. Maybe if I do it more quickly. Spiritual maturation requires embracing those stories that move us toward wholeness while rejecting <laughs> while rejecting or reinterpreting those that do harm. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I just answered. I just commented on it before. I think they're... <laughs> I... I I just think we, oh. I think the, the mission of the world right now, the thing of our age is to become self-actualized and to know yourself um, and know what you feel and why you feel it and what things led you to this point. Um, and I get it. It's all like, it's all, it's lawful, but there is a moment where it's not profitable there. It's okay to like, if you're grieving over something, it's okay to work through things. It's absolutely okay to know why you are the way you are, but then you can quickly sort of slide into like, you know, well, this is why I sin because this happened. Yeah. And I, I just, I think if, I just think you have to be careful with self-examination when your perspective really needs to be your identity. Well, listen up. We are all born the most self-examining creatures of all time. Right. Let me tell you something. Well, in a way it makes sense. Like our perspective is the only perspective we really have in that way. Yes. What we see from our height, Mm -hmm. from our eyes, maybe some of us have better vision than others. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like we have this unique perspective and that's what we see Mm-hmm. this entire world through. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really unique and amazing. Mm-hmm. And I do also think it keeps us, it's supposed to keep us humble yeah. and not proud. 
Well, it's like, listen, this is the most emergent nonsense I've ever heard. Uh, Picking and choosing from scripture to decide what best makes you whole is spitting in the face of God and saying, I know better than you. If you decide to reject or reinterpret stories. um, The Bible according to Rachel Heldovin. Right. Uh, If that's what you're deciding to do, you don't love Jesus. You don't care for his word. You don't believe that scripture is sufficient for profit or profitable. You don't believe that it's holy. You don't believe that it knows better than you. You don't believe that it was breathed out by God, um, which are all things that the Bible says of itself. So you aren't. If you're rejecting or reinterpreting scripture, you you don't you're not a Christian. You don't right. believe in scripture or you are a Christian who needs to repent right. of your human autonomy where you are God and you decide what makes you whole because you don't decide what makes you whole. God decides what makes you whole and he's right. given all of it to you in scripture. And we know from first Peter that God has given us all things for life and godliness through what through what through the word, through the Holy Spirit And the Holy Spirit is never, as we've already talked about, going to disagree with Scripture. So if your, quote, Holy Spirit is telling you something that disagrees with Scripture, it's not the Holy Spirit. It might be a voice, but it certainly isn't God's voice. And if you want to hear God's voice, you can just open up and read the Bible. So that's our comment on that. Agreed. That's it. So I got some voicemail shout-outs. Okay. These are great. Um... Okay, so Nancy from the East Coast suggested that we let women give guys our voicemail number if they don't want to talk to the guys. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Nancy. Well, I mean. It's, you know, okay, I'm not telling you guys to do that. I just thought it was hilarious. I feel like our exhortation should always be to be honest, to just be honest. But at the same time. Well, this is her heart behind it. It was really great. She was like, because then the guy who's obviously a loser will maybe hear the gospel. Sometimes people who get rejected are not losers. <laughs> but at the same time, I there are certain situations that while they're happening, mm-hmm. these are not the thoughts we have. <laughs> and sometimes something happens and you're like, how can I get out of this? this? (laughs) I just thought it was hilarious and I wanted to tell Nancy that she's hilarious. I love that though. Yeah, I loved it. I was laughing so hard. As much as I would tell people to be honest, uh, I kind of do hope we get something. (laughs) It was funny. Um, I want to say just thank you so much to the guy who explained what the real imposter syndrome is. It was fascinating. If you guys want to hear it, maybe we'll play it. But he like has studied psychology and he was like, listen, I was so excited that you guys were going to talk about this. I mean, I get that's not what you were really talking about, but let me tell you about it. And it was really interesting. Um, this This was probably my favorite. One lady called and said that she saw a girl in the grocery store and thought it was you. Oh, and does she live in? Arizona? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> she saw a girl. She saw a girl in the grocery store. She thought it was you. And then she started freaking out because she was like, what do I say? But then like she knew it wasn't you. So then she started thinking about what she would say if she actually saw you, like oh. ran into you. And she said that she would just take out her phone and pull up pictures of cute animals. <laughs> oh, that's totally fine. I know. I thought that was If hilarious. you guys ever see me. <laughs> just say hi. 
Yeah. You can just totally say hi. Not that I think I'm like so famous that people <laughs> see me all the time. We're just in this cave. Right. <laughs> like this is where we're at. So. But I do wonder sometimes. Right. Because even I mean, Jeff is obviously has like a bigger presence than I do. Um, but he get like he gets stopped at the grocery store yeah. and stuff. So I have wondered. I'm like, have I ever run into someone? Mm-hmm. But they just didn't say anything. Yeah. It's happened to me a couple of times. Okay. But I travel a little bit more. I mean, right. I travel to get here. Right. Like, but it's happened. I go to like the middle of nowhere, Ohio, and the, and then like a suburb in Illinois. Right. That's the main <laughs> That's places it. I travel yeah. to. So. That's it. That's all I have for this week. Um. So, hey, guys. We, <clears throat> oh, by the way, always feel free to message us and with anything, whatever, Leave us a voicemail. The number is mm-hmm. 470-465-0475. I remember it from 20 minutes ago. Good job to me. Sorry if you found our show because a girl gave you our phone number. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, yeah, I'm not sorry. There's a few episodes you should listen to. We have episodes on manhood and the patriarchy and conspiracy theories. <laughs> I don't know. That's why I never know what to tell people what my show's about. Anyway. Right. We've done some... I hate different that, things. I hate that question, by the way. People ask me, oh, what do you do? I get this weird, like, really apologetic face. And I'm like, okay. I have a podcast. I guess I kind of <laughs> do that, too. I mean, I generally don't say I have a podcast just because I have, like, an official job title here. Right. But sometimes I feel like people don't, like, even know what that means. No, a lot of times they don't know what it means. It gets worse when I tell them I also, like, I'm going to homeschool. Right. I feel like an alien. There is, um, there's this girl at the bank that I go to, to do deposits and stuff like that. And, um, we're very friendly and she's like my acquaintance friend. Like, yeah, I have those. Yeah. Yeah. But also every once in a while there'll be like an, there'll be something for EAN and it doesn't say EAN on the paperwork. Right. (laughs) And so I'm just like, I wonder what she thinks about me. What she thinks about me. That means end abortion. But she's still now, very, very nice to me. So right, you know, that's good. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's wonder. it. That's it. Did you say Stevie Wonder? But you wonder. Oh, I was like, do you want me to play a Stevie, Stevie Wonder, wonder. song? I, I have to end this up with Stevie Wonder. Rolling it out there. Stevie Wonder. All right, guys, that's it for this week. Feel free to call us, leave us a message. Go to Patreon.com/Sheologians. Get some Patreon-only content for only six bucks a month. Keep us on the airwaves. We can answer your weird questions and you can send us weirder questions. I feel like you guys have it in you. <laughs> oh, they definitely have it in them. These weirdos. Like, whoa, 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 Joy, slow down. <laughs> Clem, do you want to say bye? Yeah. Say, we'll see you next week. Gotta say it loud. <laughs> Five is a weird age. All right, There's guys. There's a mosh pit happening in here right now. Can you hear it? See you next week. Bye. Bye.